Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 43, and this one is going to be majorly impactful for a lot of you, especially if you're having any struggles making progress, making um, improvements in certain areas. Maybe you've been working on something for a long time, and you just can't seem to get past those plateaus. Now, we have talked about plateaus in the past, and that's a major part of everybody's story, everybody's situation, everybody's path from A to B, from where they're at now to where they want to be. But here's the thing. There is a a main issue that every single person encounters. And when they start experiencing struggles and they start experiencing like major slowdowns in their progress, uh, in their progress, there's usually one thing that is causing that. Sometimes there's more, but there's usually one. And if this isn't the only one, it is a major contributor. Okay. So I'm calling this the number one reason that you aren't making the progress. And this is the number one reason I wasn't making progress in the past at various stages of my fitness journey. And it's also the number one reason that all of the people that I talk to don't make progress. And by the way, this counts for people who are just simply trying to lose a little bit of weight, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, all the way to people who are trying to make major transformations, both mentally and physically, all the way to people who are trying to go to that next level in bodybuilding, that next level in powerlifting. And a lot of times you end up in this situation where you're you're experiencing this thing and all of your actions are mapping to this number one problem that I'm about to talk about and you don't even realize it. You actually think that you're making a lot of good decisions and that you're doing things strategically and you're training with purpose and you're doing all the stuff, but you end up experiencing this this uh, this negative effect as a result of what I'm about to talk about. And what I'm about to talk about is this. This is the number one reason you aren't making progress, and it's that you're staying comfortable. Plain and simple. I'm going to get into a lot of detail here, but it's that you are staying comfortable. And staying comfortable is killing all of your progress. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean when I say you're staying comfortable? I don't mean that you're slacking on, on workouts necessarily. I don't mean that you're you're hitting the snooze button too many times and you're not getting up and you're not going and kicking ass. I don't mean that. And I don't mean that you are not like consuming the proper nutrition with purpose and, and the, the right intent and strategically uh, doing all of those things. What I mean is that you are in a way going through the motions. You're staying comfortable, okay? You are in the gym or at the track or at the field or in your home gym or whatever you use for training, you are staying comfortable, meaning you aren't going to that that next level um, and pushing yourself for progressive overload or pushing yourself to actually experience growth through methods like hypertrophy. Okay, now I have talked about something in the past a little bit here, and I think everybody who's listening to this probably has an idea of what this is, but there is something that happens in the human body called atrophy. 
and the textbook definition of atrophy as it relates to the human body is, um, and it, it starts with of body tissue or an organ, is to waste away typically due to degeneration of cells or to become vestigial during evolution. Now, there's a lot of a lot of words there, right? And for those who don't know, vestigial basically means a very small remnant of something that was once much greater. So atrophy basically means the breakdown of your body, guys. It's the degeneration of your body. So instead of to generate, it is degenerating. It is undoing itself. And the body will undo itself. It will experience atrophy. And it will break itself down if it doesn't have a reason to stay where it is or to continue to get bigger, stronger, better. Okay? I'm going to say that again. Atrophy is something that every human body will experience if it doesn't have a reason to continue maintaining strength and energy or to have a reason to build to become bitter, bigger, faster, stronger, better. Okay? And if you're not growing, then you are doing the reverse. If your body is not continuing to push forward even a little bit, it is going to go in reverse. That's the way the human body works. That's why kids, when they are learning a new skill, they develop it so fast because their muscles are developing that new skill so quickly. It has a reason to grow. Your body, The body has a reason to develop that. You take a kid and you put them on ice skates. I love using this example when I talk to clients, when I talk to new people, because it's, it's so true. Take a kid who is like four, five, six years old. They've been walking for like three or four years and you put them on ice skates and you put them out on ice. The first couple times they go out, they have no idea what to do. They fall down a lot. Sure. But within a couple of months, like months, sometimes weeks, they can skate faster than a lot of adults out there. They can turn better. A lot of times they can skate backwards. They can do all this stuff so quickly on a frictionless or a near frictionless surface on ice skates, which is something that a lot of people like literally can't do. And they develop that. Their body develops the twitch muscles and the muscle memory and all the balance needed to do that so quickly because it has a reason to. And adults can do that too, but they don't put in the reps. And you know, there's a whole lot of reasons why why it happens slower. Um, but it will happen too. You know, but with kids, it just it happens so so much faster because their body has a reason to. Anyway, I'm getting a little sidetracked here with kids versus adults and young bodies versus older bodies, more mature bodies. But in general, the human body works the same. If it has a reason to grow, develop, uh, strengthen, it will do that. And if it doesn't have a reason to do any of that, if it doesn't have a reason to even maintain itself, then it will start to degenerate. And that's just the way it is. Now, obviously, there's a limit. Your body's not going to degenerate itself into like being like this 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 pile of nothing, right? It's not going to degenerate all of its muscle. It's not going to degenerate all of its fat and bone. But you will, like in a worst case scenario, you will experience uh, effects that are similar to what happens when you develop a degenerative disease. In other words, you'll degenerate. Um, in your bones and your bones will degenerate, your muscles will degenerate and the atrophy that takes over will put you in a position where you you need to go on supplements or medication. I mean, that's worst case scenario, like I said, but let's talk about the problem at hand. Okay. The problem at hand is you're at the gym, you're training every day, you're training five, six days a week, you're eating all the right things, yet you aren't making progress. You aren't making progress. And I want you to take a good look, a long look, a detailed look 
at what it is you do when you go to the gym and what is it that you're actually putting your body through? What type of routine? And are you working with a trainer? Because if you're making zero progress, you may not be. Now, I'm not saying that every trainer is going to be able to lead you to where you want to go. Some trainers are better than others. Of course, coaches are better than others. Uh, but in general, if you aren't having that that extra feedback and that other third-person perspective, you may not know and may not realize that you're staying comfortable. So what I want to do here today is I want to, now that you know this, if you haven't known this already, you've never heard this before, um, again, you're, you're probably experiencing atrophy. Actually, before I get into what I'm going to do, what I'm, what I'm going to provide, which is actually, I think, going to be extremely helpful, is I'm going to describe a lot of situations where people end up doing this. They end up experiencing atrophy. They end up making minimal, minimal progress unknowingly how this happens. And it goes like this. Usually it, it looks like this. They go to the gym, they make tremendous improvements, gains, right? Major gains over the first six months, 12 months, 18 months. And when I say gains, that could be muscle mass. Sure. That could be weight loss gains, right? I call weight loss gains a type of gain and, or that could be a speed gain. If they're trying to put speed on, you know, in other words, like get a faster mile, something like that. A cardiovascular gains, you know, like made major improvements in my cardiovascular health, my arterial health, all these gains, right? You make all these gains, all this progress, all this forward momentum, and then nothing. You still go to the gym. You still do all the same stuff. You're doing literally the same stuff, and you're not making any progress. This happens a lot. This is usually how it goes down. People make major progress quickly, and then they continue doing literally the exact same thing, and they don't make any progress, and they wonder why, and they get pissed, and they get frustrated, and they get upset, and they call that a plateau, and yes, it is a plateau, but what's really happening is your body is used to it. Your body is now conditioned. It knows exactly what it's going to experience, and because it knows exactly what it's going to experience, it has developed just enough strength, stamina, endurance to handle exactly what you're putting it through, and it you might be doing 8 to 12 reps of the same weight on your bench press that you did eight months ago, a year ago. Well, guess what? Eight to 12 reps of the exact same weight you did a year ago isn't going to challenge your body anymore. You've been doing that for 12 months. Your body knows exactly what it needs to maintain the, the stress that you're putting it through. So it's going to maintain the exact amount of muscle it needs, the exact amount of energy it needs in order to handle that, the exact amount of bone strength, all of it, tendon strength, ligament strength, all of it. It's not going to be challenged anymore. And because it's not going to be challenged anymore, your, your central nervous system isn't going to uh, push your muscles into overdrive, basically, and it's not going to try to rebuild uh, those muscles any bigger, faster, or stronger than they were before. Now, this is, like I said before, so incredibly common, people don't realize that they're doing this to themselves. And it happens a lot also because people, when they make those major gains in the beginning, those first 6, 12, 18 months, they lock themselves into this mode, this mindset that I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm an expert now. I did this for a year. I made this major gain in some area. Maybe I lost 40 pounds. I put on 10 pounds of muscle, whatever it is. I am now an expert. Therefore, I know everything. Now, I'm guilty of this, right? 10 years ago, I did this. And then over the course of 10 years, I realized I didn't know anything. I thought I knew stuff because I experienced some results quickly. And then I spent the next nine years 
really understanding what fitness is all about and how the body reacts and adapts to certain things and what it really means to transform. And then, of course, the mindset piece behind it. And that's why I'm a coach now. I'm a trainer now. And I wasn't nine, 10 years ago. Okay. I, I, deep down, I don't think I felt comfortable, even though I thought I was an expert at the time because I made major progress and I was able to teach people and help people transform a little bit back then. Now I really get it. Now I really understand it. But anyway, this is something that so many people experience. They think they're an expert because they made major gains. And then once they stop making gains, but they continue going through that routine, they convince themselves that they are still an expert. They convince themselves that they're still doing the right things for their body. And by the way, keeping yourself in maintenance mode, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to do. The problem is you will never, ever make progress if you're standing still. And if you're standing still and you're never making progress, eventually, over time, years, you will experience that atrophy that I described. That will come for you. It will happen. And that's why you can see, you can go to the gym and you can point out people on the treadmill who do three or four miles, yet they're still overweight, like tremendously overweight. You know, they're still carrying around 30, 40, 50 pounds. Or you see people at the gym who are lifting weights who are overweight and kind of flabby. And it doesn't, maybe they might be the most confident people in the world. And maybe at one point they were in super good shape but now they're not. And the reason they're not a lot of times is because they've been doing that same routine for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, even four years, five years. It doesn't matter. Uh, I know plenty of people, middle-aged people, right? Mid-late 40s, mid-late 50s who have been doing the same routine for 20 plus years and they're overweight. And some of these guys and women are, I'd say, significantly overweight, obese, 40, 50, 60 pounds, 70 pounds overweight. And they're still doing the same routine. And they are convinced that they're doing all the right things for their body to keep themselves at a good level of health. And I disagree with that. And um, I think that deep down, most of them, having talked to a lot of these people, they also disagree with that. But externally, that's the story that they tell themselves. That's the story they tell them others. And that's the story they project. They project that they are a good textbook example of fitness, of someone who takes care of their body. Now, I am not going to spend time really trying to dissect the psyche behind why people make the decisions that they do. I just know a lot of common traits. I do a lot of people watching when it comes to gym and fitness and nutrition and stuff like that because that's my world. And I do, I have a lot of conversations with people. So I do a lot of, I guess, first person research from that perspective. But having, a, having said all that, uh, you know, this is the situation. This is the state of the state, if you will, for people in, in this situation. And if you're one of them, I have something for you. If you know somebody who's experiencing this, I have something for them. And this is exactly what any trainer is going to provide for you. So I'm basically giving you this for free. This is a, this is the blueprint that any, uh, any certified personal trainer who has, who knows weightlifting, who knows fitness to this level would provide for someone who was in this situation, All right, Assuming this person who is experiencing this the situation where they're standing still, they're not making progress, they have been lifting weights and doing resistance training of some sort for a period of time, a year plus, maybe 8 to 10, 12 months, 14 months, 2 years, 3 years, 
something like that. And they are in a situation where they're standing still. They're not making any progress. Now, they did make progress at one time. So they're very familiar with lifting weights, like at the basic level, rudimentary level. They're very, um, they're very experienced or at least knowledgeable on balance and stability, right? So they don't like, they don't go to do a curl and fall over because they, they don't know how to like balance and stabilize their core. They have a rudimentary understanding of all those things. This right here is what even myself as a NASM certified personal trainer, uh, this is what would likely be provided. This is certainly what I would provide for someone in that situation. And it always, always, always is effective. So this is it. This is the, this is the blueprint. Okay. The first thing you need to do if you're in this situation is find your one rep max. This is going to be the first thing that a trainer is going to look for. After they do all their very basic checkouts, they're going to look for the one rep max on a lot of primary core lifts. Let's say you're into weightlifting. They're going to want to know your one rep max. So that's going to be your one rep max bench press, your one rep max squat, your one rep max whatever else they want to look at. Deadlifts maybe. It doesn't matter. Um, all the basics, right? There's going to be a leg exercise. There's going to be a, 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 a chest, like an upper body exercise, a shoulder exercise, probably a back exercise, like a row, right? Like a one rep max on a row or a deadlift. And one rep max really means by definition, if you're a trainer, you'll, you already know this, but one rep max really means three to five rep max, meaning you can do somewhere between three and five of this number and you literally can't do six. That's what one rep max really means uh, regarding personal training, okay? And this is what a personal trainer would look for. They would look for your one rep max. You can do this weight like somewhere between three and five times, okay? If, even if you can only do three, then that's your one rep max. If you can do four, it's still your one rep max. If you can do five, it's still your one rep max. If you can do six, it is not your one rep max. So once you have that one rep max, that gives you a baseline, so the certified, the, the personal trainers, they're going to want to know your baseline, your one rep max baseline. And then they're going to scale all of your lifts relative to that baseline. So if your one rep max on bench press right now is 225 pounds, right? You can do it four times, right? Here's the strategy to push past that. It's called using progressive overload to stimulate something called hypertrophy in your body to build your muscles and when I say build your muscles, again, this could be millimeters, this could be nanometers. It doesn't. It's not necessarily going to be physically noticeable in terms of visuals and aesthetics and, and physique size, uh, but it's going to be muscle density for sure and strength because strength is a function of muscle mass. Anyway, you're going to find your one rep max, then you're going to go to about 75 to 85% of that. Okay, so if, if it's 225 pounds, it's going to be somewhere around um, somewhere around 170 pounds. So again, if your one rep max is 225 pounds on bench press, then we're going to be looking at your 75 to 85% range uh, max, which is going to be uh, about 170 pounds. Let's just call it 170. So this is... Again, 75 to 85% of your one rep max. This is something that trainers do a lot. They find your one rep max and then they target you at different percentages of that one rep max. And then they increase your rep range. And in this case, what you would do is you would have, I would say, okay, client of mine. Uh, let's, let's name you, I don't know, we'll name you Brian. All right, Brian is a client of mine. Brian, your one rep max is 225 pounds on bench press. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to dial you in at 170 pounds, okay? And we're going to use this rhythm, 
two seconds up and then zero seconds pause at the, the peak of the movement and then two seconds back down. So you can see two seconds up, two seconds down, two seconds up, two seconds down. No pausing at the top of the lift. And then we're going to do that 12 times, exactly 12 times. We're going to wait three minutes in between sets and we're going to do that again. We're going to do that whole thing five times. Okay, now what that's doing is that's pushing the maximum capability in the body to develop muscle because I'm using a range of weight relative to your one rep max that is proven out over many, many, many decades of studies and research and science showing that that 75 to 85% range is ideal for muscle growth and development. And then we're using the two seconds up, two seconds down um, rhythm. It's a speed. And that will keep the muscles under contraction almost the entire time. 100% of the time you're going through the exercise. So you're not going to be resting the bar on your chest for a second. And you're not going to be locking out your elbows and resting it up at the peak of the lift for an extra second to take relief off your muscles. No. Instead, we're going to be two seconds up, two seconds down, two seconds up, two seconds down with no rest at either end. And we're going to do eight to 12 reps. Now, that range has also been proven over many decades to be extremely effective at building muscles. So this whole process, this is called the process of maximum muscle growth through hypertrophy. And we're going to do this with all the major lifts, all the major things that build muscle. So you know, this would be an example of bench press, but we'd also do the same thing with the squat, okay? We'd also do the same thing with the deadlift. We'd do the same thing with a row. We would do the same thing with all the major muscle-building lifts, okay? Particularly compound lifts because they build the most muscle on the body. Now, what, what is going to happen is the body is going to have to work extra, extra hard in order to develop muscle in order to be able to keep up with this. Because this is something that the body hasn't seen in a long time. It hasn't seen this amount of stress. It hasn't seen this amount of like fatigue building up. So it's going to have to build up its strength and endurance and stamina and size very likely in order to handle it. And so you're going to see progress. Okay. So over time, um, let's about, probably about six weeks of doing this across all your major muscle groups, right? Six weeks of this we're going to switch to another method. We're going to switch out of this hypertrophy method into another method. And this other method is part of the certified personal training NASM optimum performance training model, the OPT model. Okay, I'm going to say that again, the optimum performance training model. And if you want, you can go Google it, but I'm going to explain it here in a minute. Um, the optimum performance training model is a model that a lot of training, um, I guess, academies use. NASM's one of them. I think they kind of pioneered it, but the other ones have taken and made, made their own spin that's, you know, spin off of it that's very, very similar. And basically what it means is this. You start with stability and balance. That's level one. You move to level two, which is strength, basically in muscle mass. And then level three is power. Okay. So it's a three stage. Uh, that's a really like layman's terms explanation of it, but it's a three stage model of building the human body into this peak performance machine. So what I did was I jumped right in and said, you're experiencing all these issues, making progress, so I'm gonna jump you right in at level two because you already have experience lifting. The next thing we're gonna do is jump you into level three. So again, after about six weeks of doing that, that 75 to 85% of your one rep max range type of approach that I just described with the bench press and all that, after about six weeks of that, we're going to move into the next level, level three of the OPT model, which is power. And power is speed 
over time, okay? It's the most speed in the shortest amount of time while doing the lift. So it's, it, you think of power as that, all right? It's maximum speed in the minimal, most minimal uh, amount of time. And the way we do this is, again, we have your one rep max already. Like I said, trainers always want to use that as their baseline reference point. And in this case, for the next six weeks, we're going to do all the same stuff we just did. We might switch up the actual exercises, but we're going to do this at 45% of your one rep max. Instead of that 75 to 85%, we're going to do it at 45% of your one rep max. So if your max is 225 pounds on bench press, we're going to go down all the way to 100 pounds. Okay, all the way down to 100 pounds. And what we're going to do is we're going to do an explosive approach. Okay, so you're going to push the weight up. You're going to lift the weight against gravity at the fastest speed that you can possibly control. All right, explosive. Just think explosiveness. And then you're going to bring it down back to its resting point over about four seconds. Okay, one, two, three, four, and then explode back up. And you're going to do this for 8 to 12 reps again, okay? And this is what any trainer who recognizes all the things that I'm describing would do for you. Any good trainer who recognizes everything I just described would do the same thing. And what it is is it's building up your explosiveness. And the explosiveness in your muscles is a little bit different from just pure raw strength because now it has to develop twitch fibers. Now it has to develop stamina. Now it has to develop reactive um, conditioning in the cells and in the fibers so that it can, your, your CNS, your central nervous system can cause them to contract and relax faster. And that helps your muscles build in a way that pure raw strength does not. And so what you're getting here over a 12 week period is the best of both worlds. You're getting the best of pushing your muscles for maximum muscle growth using hypertrophy. And then you're getting the best of uh, six weeks of building your muscles, your twitch fibers, your reflex timing, and that builds your muscles in a different way. So you're getting the best. You're getting six weeks of that and then six weeks of power, and you marry the two together, and you get amazing results, absolutely amazing results. And any good trainer would literally do exactly what I just described, and it all comes down to execution at that point. So, you know, and then basically you rinse and repeat, right? You rinse and repeat, and this brings me to another point right? Fitness is a process. Okay. It's a process. It's not something that like you don't, there's no goal. You don't get to the goal and then you beat the game and you can stop. There is no goal that you use to define completion of fitness. Fitness is a process and it's a very simple process, but it's an ongoing continuous process, you know, but that is, it is simple. It is, it is literally A plus B plus C. And if you follow the process, you follow the steps, you will improve, you develop, you grow, etc. And a lot of people miss that, all right? They miss that. They, they overcomplicate it to the point where they start making up rules that don't actually make sense. And they start changing things and pretending, making up this story that I'm listening to my body and my body's telling me this, so now I'm doing this. And that is, uh, it's unfortunately, sends them down a path that usually is unsuccessful rather than successful. So, um, you know, what I, what I wanted to really convey here is that, yes, you know, there is this hypertrophy method. Yes, there is this power method, but they are all part of a process that's been proven out over decades to be effective. This is what the most successful bodybuilders, powerlifters, physique models, and uh, like fitness models and, and whatever, strength athletes, power athletes, speed athletes, it's the model that all of them use 
as a baseline to get where they're trying to go. And if you're listening to this and you're not a professional athlete or model in any way, then this is going to be enough, literally enough to get you way past whatever goal you have in your mind, whatever that is, weight loss, weight gain, strength gain, speed, all of it, everything I always talk about, this is a method that'll get you to uh, like your goal and beyond. All right, but again, I need to reiterate this. Fitness is a process. It's very simple. A plus B plus C, or A plus B equals C. C is your goal, and you just keep repeating that. Now, yes, fitness is a skill. I talk about this a lot too. Fitness is a skill, and the more you do it, the better you get at it. So if you're relatively new, some of the stuff I talked about here today, it does take practice. There are certain nuances and little semantics in fitness that take practice. How should I grip the bar? What should I do with my shoulders when I do this lift? You know, should I should I like contract my scapula when I do this? Like there's all these little things that you learn over time through practice. And yes, trainers can help and yes, coaches I think personally are a better fit to help. Um, but a lot of it just comes down to reps. A lot of it just comes down to practice. And practice is something that you can't substitute. You also can't <laughs> you can't read about practice. You can't read or listen or watch a YouTube video on practicing. Practice only happens through practice. You only get better at this through practice. And you only make progress in this whole process by practice. Practice, practice, practice. Which is why I think everybody should work out literally every single day, seven days a week. Now that workout doesn't have to be the same every single day. It doesn't have to be as extensive every single day, but everybody should work out every single day. I believe the NASM, uh, the NASM recommended period of time, length of time for exercise per week for an adult is 150 minutes. I believe it's five 30 minute sessions for the average adult. And that, that means like average, like that's enough to live. Like that's what you, that's bare minimum for living, for survival. And uh, I personally think it should be over double that, especially if you're listening to this and you're really passionate about self-development, self-improvement and trying to get that weight down or trying to fix whatever physical issue it is you're trying to fix or develop in whatever area you're trying to develop in, then you should really pay mind to it, pay attention to it and actually give it the credit that it, that it deserves, right? And actually show appreciation for this thing that you that you expect to have the great result from, you know, and that, that result's not going to come without the work. So you need to appreciate the work and put in that time. And a lot of times that's going to be more than just like the, the average NASM recommended 30 minutes a day. Um, so, you know, honestly, I'm just going to go back and say it again. It should really be over double that close to an hour a day, at least five times a week, but that's neither here nor there. The last thing I wanted to talk about is the power of a coach. I do want to point out the the difference between a trainer and a coach. Okay. They are very different things. And I need to kind of break this wall because a lot of people associate the two together. And here's the deal. A personal trainer is someone that you can hire uh, by the hour that will stand with you while you're doing exercises. They will show you that you are doing this exercise wrong or you're doing this exercise right and they'll watch you do the exercise and maybe they'll talk to you about your kids or your job while you're doing it and provide some entertainment but really the trainer isn't doing a whole lot for you they might provide a training routine for you that is helpful but more often than not guys they're just going online 
looking at training routines and pulling one and making a few tweaks to match you and your situation and then giving it to you. Because training routines and meal plans are available everywhere for free. You can come up with those very quickly. You don't need a certificate or anything to, uh, to come up with these things. And I just, I think that that's something that's overvalued. I really do. So a trainer, while I think they're good, I think a a certified personal trainer is a good thing. I mean, I'm a certified personal trainer. I have my certificate in personal training. I think it's very, very, very valuable to show people the proper things, form in particular, and what lifts can contribute to what types of results. I think that's very important. But what I think is 10 times more important, a thousand times more important even, is the power of a coach. Okay, a coach is different. A coach is going to show you through explanation, through demonstration, what it takes to actually achieve the goal you want to achieve. Forget about the semantics of the do this exercise a hundred times, get this thing, do that, you know, move your shoulders back, whatever. A coach is going to change your mindset. A coach is going to change your entire perspective on what it is you're actually trying to achieve and then get you into the mode where you are accepting that goal before you even accept it so that by the time it comes becomes reality, you already knew it was coming anyway and you already have your sights set, your crosshairs set on the next goal, the bigger goal, the one that actually matters. I can't stress it enough just how important a coach is and again, you know, while I think trainers are good, I think coaches are they're just that next level. They're the thing that most people need. It's it's basically like having like a shoulder angel with you to try and create the vision for you and the strategy for you, like the stuff that a trainer's not going to do and get you in the right mindset to actually change your life to execute on those things to get you to that goal. That is what a coach does. That's what a real coach does. And the training stuff, they can help you with that because it's such a low-level thing. They can help you with that very, very, very easily through basic videos and like meal plans updated all the time. Like that's, that's trivial stuff. But a coach, they're going to provide you mindset things. They're going to provide you access. They're going to provide you answers to your questions. They're going to provide you strategy, like actual real strategy, which by the way, I have a podcast coming out soon about strategy because most people don't understand what that word means in terms of fitness. But anyway, they're going to provide you with strategy that is actually going to get you where you're trying to go. That is something that is incredibly valuable, way more valuable than most people think. And I I wanted to say that because I talk to a lot of people all the time and they sit there and they struggle over and over and over and over and over again for years in fitness and they think that they're making progress. They convince themselves that they are and then randomly, like without fail, they end up confessing that they actually aren't making any progress and they don't understand why. It's like, I'm doing the same cardio routine. I'm lifting the same weights. I'm eating some stuff. I slip up every now and again, but I don't understand why I'm not making progress. Well, it's because you don't have the right mindset. You don't have the right strategy. And you are, unfortunately, very likely incapable of creating that right strategy without someone who's been there, done that, without the coach who understands how to get from A to B. And I, again, I just wanted to say that because a lot of people don't understand that it is out there and it's available and it's the thing that's going to set you, set you apart. Now I'm big on personal development and I'm big on people investing in themselves to get where they're trying to go instead of trying to figure it out and waste 10, 15, 20 years of their life fumbling and stumbling by not getting there. 
So I always, now anyway, I always make sure that people understand just what is out there and available to actually help them transform their lives and get what type of result they're trying to get. So with that, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. If you could do me a favor and leave me a review and a rating in iTunes, I would love that so much and I would appreciate it more than I could possibly express in words. And also, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. And of course, if you have anybody in your life that needs to hear these words, maybe they're stuck, maybe they are hitting a plateau and they just don't understand what they're doing wrong, how they're screwing up, please share this episode with them. It would mean the world to me. And again, I'm trying to reach as many people as possible to help them understand what the strength of body and mind in all of us really means. So thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget, train with purpose. See you.